Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show with head coach Shannon Currier, head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. Hello again, everybody. Wally Langfellow with you on the Coaches Show. And coach, um, boy, another game where you guys played pretty good defense early on, but could not get over the hump against Moorhead State, your final home game of the year, senior day. Uh, break it down for me. What happened against Moorhead last Saturday? Yeah, I thought our defense played really well. Uh, first series was a three and out. Um, they only scored 24 points in the game, and that's that's without an offense that was moving the ball. You know, we're down to um, – we had ran out of running backs in the week before, so we're playing um, a young man that was playing linebacker prior to last week. So it makes it tough. And then our, our four-string quarterback um, – and, and just didn't have the, you know, the pieces to to be successful. And uh, when you can't move the ball real well, then it puts a lot of strain on your defense. But we were able to, you know, we were able to play great defense, and the game was tight. Uh, we came out of halftime, had a nice drive to make it 14-3, and then they had a drive to get a field goal to match the three points, and then we, we kind of held them in check until, until the end when they scored one more touchdown. But I was really pleased with the defense. I thought our special teams did some good things. Uh, our, our freshman kick got a nice 41-yard kick as well. Uh, so some things to, to build on for sure. Um, one of our guests today is going to be Keegan Larson, your uh, defensive lineman, um, and he had a nice game. Talk about Keegan, what he brings to the table, and uh, what he did last Saturday. Yeah, Keegan's a, a sophomore player. Like, we have a lot of guys that are in that you know, sophomore stage of their career. Um, or even a lot of freshmen, of course, playing too. But, you know, in this league, the best players typically are guys that have been around for a while that have the five, six years experience. But Keegan had two sacks on the day, attack for a loss as well. Um, he's a very athletic defensive lineman, and we're just – he's trying to get bigger so he can, you know, be even more productive against the run. Uh, but he's one of our top pass rushers, has been on our G unit the last couple of years, which is our, our uh, pass rusher. Uh, group of guys that go out there when it's when it's third long third long or passing situations uh, but it was great to see him have a great day in fact we had seven defensive linemen have winning performances so that's probably the best the defensive line has played all year and, and hopefully that can be a stepping stone into this coming weekend as well uh, junior Marco Riley also had a pair of sacks uh, talk about him a little bit and Mark's another guy that's a sophomore um, but likewise he's you know as the years progressed He's getting better and better, like like all those guys are throughout the, the year here. Um, he's you know banged up a little bit, like a lot of guys are at this time of the year. Uh, but another real athletic, you know, lanky kid that I think could become one of the better pass rushers and defensive ends in the league. Uh, but yeah, he he definitely um, partnered up with Keegan. Have a nice day on on the in the defensive line. You feeling good about that defensive line? Because I know that when we talked about recruiting, we talked about this on last week's show. You said that your goal is to make sure that you've got a strong defensive line. That when you're when you're looking at recruiting, that's one of the areas that you zero in on. Do you feel better about where these guys are now and, and the progress that some of these young guys have made? I do, and I also know that we have five guys we're missing that are going to add to the the punch too. We have you know some young talent. We're redshirting the defensive end that we've you know, talked about playing throughout the year. That's very explosive, gives our scout team or gives our offensive 
uh, offensive line, a really good look every week. He plays on a scout team. Um, Javon Jones is his name. He's going to be somebody to be watching next year. And then Brad Walker, the true freshman, continues to get better as well in that defensive front. And you know, we're missing Isaac Reed, Abel Zazi, uh, Drake Teal, you know, Connor Weiss. Those are all guys that are also going to come back into the fold too. So um, we do lose Sean R, who's out to graduation. He's been offered a, a, a teaching job. We're still trying to convince him to come back for a final year of eligibility and um, you know, get into grad school, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, I think we have a, a good group to build on, but as we, every recruiting season, we have to really do well. Recruiting guys are going to stop the run and you know, put pressure on opposing offenses. Uh, senior day at uh, Seafoam Stadium last Saturday. Um, it had to be hard for those seniors uh, going out like this, you know, with, with the long losing streak and just kind of a, a struggling season. Speak to the seniors right now and, and what they've meant to this program. And, um, you know, even though that it hasn't been what they had hoped this season would be, uh, some of the success that they've had while they've been at Concordia. Yeah, it's really, you know, difficult to, to have a season like this uh, as a senior because it's your last last time playing college football. And, you know, when guys leave the tunnel to walk out with their families, you know, for the last time, I, I kind of stand right there as they come out. And, you know, the goal is for, you know, to feel like every kid had a great experience while he while was here. Um, hopefully that, you know, somehow the program in, improved him in some way. And obviously when you have a difficult season, there's just something that, that you're missing. Um, cause you know, you want guys to, to have great success. That's one of the better joys of coaching is seeing the players enjoy the, the process of winning, you know, right. seeing hard work be, uh, coming to fruition and, and resulting in wins. Um, so that's something that, that we miss a lot this year, but those guys have really given us something they've had. You know, we have a few guys that came here as freshmen, you know, four or five years ago. So those are the guys that, you know, were most invested, of course, you know, um, there's a variety of those players. And then the class has also been aided by a few transfers too along the way. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, a few guys, a few of those seniors have been hurt. You know, so a couple of those guys limped out of crutches. Um, and that's not good either to end your career, you know, on the disabled list. Um, but, you know, all we can do is just try to, you know, give it every day and, um, you know, keep encouraging guys to, to work through those adverse times. Um, and just, you know, guys that are injured in earlier in their career, you, you tell them that maybe that's their time of injury and there'll be, there'll be other seasons where they'll be healthy. And if you had to pick a season to be healthy, it'd be your senior year, of course. But, um, yeah, it's uh, unfortunate we didn't get to win on senior day. Uh, but hopefully it, it continues to motivate all the rest of the guys in the program to do all it takes in the offseason so we can, we can have more success next year. You know, when you're having a difficult season like you guys have had, especially in the win column, um, it's hard to keep sometimes at least uh, guys on the same page and keep attitudes good. But it seems based on our discussions and what you've relayed to folks that it's been pretty good, all things considered. Uh, why do you think that is? What, what contributed to guys just staying in there and hanging in there and, ma and making the most of what, you know, what they can, even though it's not been the, the season you had hoped it would be. I think it comes out of the player's character. We have a lot of high character kids in the program and they, they just get it. They see injuries. They say, they see youth playing. Um, you know, they understand that, Hey, we're all in this together. 
I think that's that team morale we have and the brotherhood that we have. Um, I feel like our coaches have good relationships with players. So there's, you know, there's communication constantly about, you know, where people are at on the, on the depth chart. Um, a lot of people have been given opportunities to play this year, which helps too. You know, not many guys can say that they didn't get a chance in this year because we played a lot of guys and everybody's sure. had their opportunities. So, um, you know, there's disappointment, but I think players just kind of, you know, they understand, um, you know, there's certain things that just aren't necessarily said. And, um, but I've been really, you know, proud of how they continue to battle every week. I feel like our guys are playing hard. We're not losing because we're not playing hard. You know, we're not executing as well. That's for sure. But um, I, I feel like the guys come out every week and give a great effort. And uh, we just got to, we got to keep it going. And you're right, it's hard because every week, you know, after the game, we, we have, uh, we, you know, we address the team and, you know, a lot of times I, I question, Nick, what do you tell guys now? You know, you don't right. want to just tell them things that you hope they believe in or you don't want to, um, you know, tell them stuff that uh, you know, sounds good. You know, you got to be real with them. And at this point, we had after this past weekend, we have one week left. It's like, hey, we got to lay everything on the line for this last week because, um, you know, the last game you'll remember the most. And uh, we're trying to do everything we possibly can this week to, to be ready to give our best performance of the season on Saturday against Minot State. All right. Well, we will talk about Minot State in a little bit, but uh, coming up next, we will hear from Keegan Larson and Lawan Preston. And we're going to talk about Lawan Preston coming back into your lineup. That and more on the Coaches Show right after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. Goldmare fans, did you know that the Coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And we continue along here on The Coach's Show, and we are joined now by a couple of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears players. Um, We are joined by running back LaJuan Preston and defensive lineman Keegan Larson. We'll start with you, LaJuan. I know you broke your hand several weeks ago against Bemidji State. Uh, You're back playing this week uh with the final game of the season um tell me how the progress has gone and how frustrating it must be to not be out there yeah the progress has been great so far I mean at first when I first broke it it was a little pain like all over the bottom of my hand and a little bit on my pinky and now the pain is like almost gone and the most frustrating part about that is that watching everybody else play and grind so hard because of me and all of the other running backs that were missing due to injuries. So, yeah, I'll say that. Tough, tons of injuries, um, you know, quarterbacks, running backs. I mean, you guys were putting people in the backfield that had, <laughs> were playing different positions. Um, 
yeah, never played running guys who have never played running back before. Um, as a as a running back, <laughs> give me a grade on how those guys did. <laughs> uh, I hate to grade them, but I'll say I'll give them a good sixty percent. They did better than better than I thought they would do. Actually, I actually I give them a seventy five. Okay, they did better. They learned the plays. They came out there and they practiced hard to come in the game and give it all they got. So, I mean, I can accept it. All right. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be the guy on Saturday. Um, are you look how how much are you looking forward to this? I mean, an opportunity to get back out there. Your legs got to be fresh, if nothing else, right? Right. I mean, I'm ready to put it all on the line. Uh, Keegan, um, get me caught up on the defense um, against Moorhead State. Again, you there, you guys have had spurts where you have played well defensively. Um, how do you sustain that? Um, that's a great question, and I don't know if we have the answer to that right now. Um, Coach Stern talks about it all the time. We do have – we show flashes that we can be really good, but it's just a consistency part, which is one thing that we have to work on together as a unit uh, to take that next step forward in becoming a, a great defense that we can be. Yeah, I mean, you had a – you know, five times you have either been – you have either led or been tied at the end of the first quarter – so you're get, coming out of the box playing well defensively, but it seems like um, after that, that's when things change. Um, what has been, in your mind, the, uh, the biggest issue in, conti- in continuing that? Um, sometimes I feel like, you know, like you said, we get a great start, um, first quarter, stuff like that. I feel like we um, think we've arrived at that point in time in the game become a little bit complacent and then it's usually just one or two guys missing assignment or breaking down their technique stuff like that and we just keep doing it over and over again one play at a time it's not even just all of us messing up it's that consistency part that we just talked about that's really getting to us right now well this past weekend um against Moorhead State you gave up just 131 yards of total offense in the first half um a pair of sacks and three tackles for loss for you. Um, tell me about your season. What, uh, what has, where do you think you have improved and what do you still need to get better at? Um, over the course of the year, um, I'd say my pass rush has improved most definitely. Um, I think going back to Northern is when I really started to understand what we we're trying to do. Um, and that doesn't happen without the three other guys that are out there with me. So if they're not doing their job and rushing the passer um, on the edge, they won't – back won't step up, give me a chance. Um, where I need to improve, I need to improve in the run game. I'm a little bit undersized to play on the inside, but that doesn't matter. Um, just reading blocks and stuff like that. And then physicality is something that I could also improve on. Just, you know, because those old linemen, they're 80, 90 pounds heavier than me. So it's just tough being down in there, but got to do it somehow. Luan, uh, this is your junior year of eligibility. I guess question number one, um, are you coming back for your senior year next year? I will be, yes. So with the injury, and you had, a, you had an injury a couple of years ago too. I know you had a huge game at home, um, got hurt, missed much of uh, um, that 2018 season, came back in 2019. Now you, you've had the, you had the hand injury this year. Um, 
you got to be looking forward to that senior year, though, aren't you? That that season is the season I'm missing most of all. Like I, I really look forward to this most of all because my freshman year, yeah, I played in a little bit. My sophomore year, I was out there. I had the whole season. I did great. I had honorable mention in SIC, and then my junior year, I played three games, got hurt. Well, four games, then got hurt midway through the season. Then this year, I played four years, got hurt. So it's like I really haven't had much of a chance to put it all on the line for a whole season except for one year. So I'm ready to, like, my senior season, hopefully be injury-free and give it all I got. Um, what are you studying, Luan, at, at Concordia? Right now I'm studying exercise science to be a PT, hopefully, in the future. Okay. And how, how far are you from, uh, from your graduation? Well, I've had a whole restart because <laughs> I've already graduated in oh, okay. public health, actually. Nice. Good. Yep. Found out that's not what I really wanted to do. And sure. PT, like, it's the right thing for me, especially with all the injuries that I've been through and all of the PT that I had to go through. So it's like now it's like me trying to tell them, like, I've been through it before, so I, I'm here to help you get through it. Yeah, well, you can you can speak from experience, that's for sure. Um, Keegan, what do we know about um, about Minot's um, offense that you're going to be dealing with this weekend? Um, I know that they're pretty good offense. Um, I was watching film the other day, and I said, wow, these guys have only won one game. That's kind of crazy because their running back and their O-line are the real deal. Um, I know they're – I think we're playing their third-string quarterback this week, um, but they also have a really good receiver. So I know they're going to give it everything they got last game of the season, same record as us. So why aren't – they're going to just come out, run the ball. That's their plan. But we got to do our best to uh, stop it. And that's another thing, too. They've only won one game. You guys have been on a long losing streak. Sure would be good to finish with a W, right? Right. It would be – yeah, it would be great. I mean, <laughs> the seniors that we got this year, some of my best friends. Um, we got a long bus ride, so that long bus ride coming back with a loss would be tough. But, um, yeah, I'm going to miss the guys after this game's over, but I'm just going to go out there and do it for them this week. Yeah. Well, Juan uh, – would be fun to get off the uh, get off the bus on Sunday, um, knowing that you, you you won your final game and head into your senior <laughs> year. Um, what would it mean to you to get this W? It would mean everything. I mean, I've looked at the losing streak, look at the board. It's like we all look at the board with sorrow. Like we know we're better than this. So like getting this is like the most proud. At least I could take the, the end the season with a smile on my face, knowing that. We won this game, and now we have an even bigger chance to get better in the spring. How hard has it been going through this, particularly because, you know, you were around in 2019 when right. uh, when you guys had a nice run. Um, how hard has this been this season? It's been tough. It's been tough on not just me, but all of us. Because we – it's like even kids coming in from high school that's getting a chance to play, it's like we've known winning most of our lives, and then – to come in a season where we're not go doing as good in certain aspects of the game, it's just, it's painful. Like, it's like you almost want to cry after every game. It's getting to the point where, like, you don't want to cry no more. It's like, now it's like, you got to get better. We went through issues of pointing fingers, and then now we've all found out in our head, like, now you can't point fingers. It, it starts with us. So it's like, now we're working on every player getting better and basically combining it as in one, and hopefully we take this one home with the W. All right, Luan, 
Keegan, appreciate you spending some time with us. Good luck on Saturday, and uh, we will uh, talk to you again next season. Thank you. Thank you. All right. They are Keegan Larson and Lawan Preston here with us on the Coaches Show. Head coach Shannon Courier rejoins us after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Welcome back to the Coaches Show final segment. Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Courier. Coach, it is Minot State. They are in a similar boat to you. They have won just one game this season. Um, they got their win a few weeks ago against Upper Iowa. Uh, tell me about Minot State. What do you know about them? Yeah, Minot also has some uh, challenges like we have, I think, with some injuries and things. Um, they're also, I think, the third quarterback here. Uh, but they do feature one of the top running backs in the conference. Uh, Mohammed is uh, uh, a guy that's rushed over 1,000 yards this year. They have a very solid uh, offensive line, um, a couple of receivers that make plays down the field. So I think that's kind of their, you know, their main thing is that they've been able to, to run the football and move the ball against good defenses because – of his abilities and, and their scheme. Um, they did a really good job against us schematically a couple of years ago when we played in Minot. Uh, so it'll definitely be a challenge offensively. And then defensively, you know, they're aggressive. They move around a lot. I think they have a couple of corners that are, that are, that are playmakers. Uh, we've seen them make some big, big plays. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's supposed to be a, a bad weather day with some snow, rain, cold. Um, so it's going to be important that we secure the football and, whoever can just play cleaner football on Saturday, I think will come away with a win. Snow and cold in North Dakota, huh? Hard yeah, to believe. In November, that's right. In, in November. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, you know, and if you look at their, their recent games, they put 31 up against uh, University of Mary uh, last Saturday. They lost a fairly close game to Duluth the week before that, 34 to 21. And then the week before that was their win over Upper Iowa. And then before that, they lost by one point to Northern State. So they've actually been playing some pretty good football. If you take the, you know, the last five or six weeks of their season, um, you know, despite the fact that they only have one win, they look like a team that uh, potentially, as you said, you know, without the injuries, might be one of the better teams in the conference. Yeah, they're they're very competitive, and all teams in our league, you know, are are um, are high quality Division two football programs. You know, they're fully funded. Um, you know, they they've been very competitive even in, early in the year. You know, they had some games they they showed a lot, a lot of good signs of of good play, and it's for them they're a young team as well. They got a lot of young players playing, uh, but yeah, we have to we have to have our best game on, and uh, we have to be able to run the football and take 
take some pressure off our young quarterback. And we have to stop the run and tackle a lot better than we have. Uh, and hopefully we can build on last week's performance up front defensively uh, because we're going to need to stay in the proper gaps and, and be sound defensively. You mentioned running the football. Um, you get Lawan Preston back this week. We just had him on in the last segment. Uh, what does he bring to the table for, for the Golden Bears? He brings a lot of energy, and he's I think he's one of the best backs in the league. He's been around for a long time. We're really excited to have that news. Uh, we just found out uh, yesterday, or, or maybe it was the, the day before, the evening before, uh, that his hand was in a position where they could cast it up with a with kind of a splint thing. And uh, last night he had a great practice. Um, he was even catching balls. So he's got full use of his fingers and limb, you know, and hand. Um, so we're excited about that because you know he's a guy that can make big things happen. He's a guy that can make people miss. Uh, we've been missing that element for a few weeks now, and um, you know we we obviously need to keep him healthy and fresh throughout the game, and you know find that line of not using him too much early so he he wears down. Uh, but he's an important part to our offense and somebody that we're definitely excited to have back. Well, I've seen him break off some big runs in the past. He had one earlier this year. Um, yeah. In, in the game where he got hurt. Um, but he is one of those guys that can change a game in, in a, in a split second. Absolutely. He can take, he can take the, uh, make the big plays happen and big plays just help you. So you don't have to have uh, as much consistency in a drive. It's really challenging to put 12, 13 plays in a row, uh, successful positive yardage plays in a row. And by having a guy like him that can, take one 67 yards at times, you know, really helps, helps your offense. And those big plays change momentum in games. And obviously each football game is a game of momentum. Uh, so we're hopeful that we can get him loose and uh, have some big carries for us. What's the message to your squad been this week? They're just really trying to do it all you can in practice. You know, I feel like we, we, a lot of times practice, like we, we play like we practice and it's important that we just, are able to have better practice this week, um, try to improve again from last week. You know, there's you know two teams battling here um, that have been struggling, and obviously we want to make this long trip and come back with a win. It's a long trip back when you don't. Um, but I feel like, hey, this is your last opportunity to kind of put your, your game on blast. Um, this is a chance for you to show your best performance, you know, for the guys that are going to be done in the program. Obviously, you want to leave – uh, playing your best football and impact the game the best way you can. So it's just all about, hey, we got to to be better than we have been and uh, come away with a win. And, you know, I, I feel like we're really dialed in this week so far and uh, we're excited about the, another opportunity here this Saturday. You've made this trip before uh, a, a handful of times. Mm-hmm. How long is it in the in the bus to go up to uh, Minot? It's a nine-hour trip. Ooh. So uh, it's the longest one way? Trip. Yeah, one way. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, fortunately, the game's at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Um, so that way the game gets done a little sooner and we get back sooner. Yeah. When we yeah. went to Bismarck, it was a 2 o'clock start, so that's, that's a three-hour difference. Right. Um, it's it's one hour more than what Bismarck was. Maybe it's eight hours, but, you know, um, we'll stop for lunch along the way, and then, you know, hopefully that's the only stop we make. But. Um, definitely long trip, but it's, it's an opportunity for guys. Like we told me yesterday, you got a chance to read, you know, do homework, get rest, watch movies. I mean, nowadays you have everything uh, accessible to you on those trips. So, yeah, you know, sometimes the trips can be beneficial. Um, 
and and that's what we have to look forward to. And you know, our guys aren't complaining about it because they know that's that's just part of it. We can't let that be an excuse for poor play. Um, you hear about it all the time at the professional level, not quite as much um, at the D1 level, but how have you guys handled COVID this year? It seems like you've had a pretty good handle on it. Yeah, we, we've been really, really good. Uh, I think just because our players recognize that by being vaccinated, it was going to allow them just to have a better football experience. Um, you know, it's on my uh, call and I'm certainly not an expert in, in dictating what should be done. What's best for the team, of course, is to be vaccinated because then you're available on Saturday. Um, otherwise, you're at the mercy of the people you're around and uh, through contact tracing, you might find yourself, you know, out for games. We had, we've had players miss games, of course, but we were, I think we're about 85% to maybe 90% now uh, of our play, players being vaccinated. So one, we're healthier, you know, because not only are they able to play, but you know, we believe the vaccination does does help help keep COVID away. Um, obviously, there are breakthrough cases, but we've had very limited breakthrough cases, and um, we've been fortunate not to have a lot of players out throughout the year. Yeah, we've had players out for injury, but but fortunately not for COVID. Yeah, 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 and you can speak to that, I'm sure. <laughs> that that list is long, and uh, unfortunately, it has been uh, some of the, some guys that have been impact players that you have lost for you know much of the season. Well, coach, uh, appreciate you spending some time with us. Good luck on Saturday against Minot. Bring home the win, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. He is Shannon Courier, the head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.